Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Prepper Post News Weekend Edition for Saturday, March 19th, 2022. You get this out of the way so I don't forget. This show is brought to you by, among other things, uh, Freedom Roasters Coffee. Go to freedomroasterscoffee.com for a dark roast, which is guaranteed to prevent uh, false flags or uh, misinformation or malinformation. Uh, it fights inflammation, and it's 97% Lindsey Graham free. Let's see what we got today. I, I have something I need to talk about. I promised yesterday. Got a few other things I may link up. Cobbling here. Um, I had a, I had a good train of thought going, so I decided to. This is pre-recorded. Um, Let's just get right into this. So what I promised, I may, I may put some other links up to some stories about, that we've been talking about all week. What I want to go into today is this, uh, this PSYOPs, this unrestricted warfare media PSYOPs insanity against Russia uh, run by the, the Ware West, the fake West that has been taken over by Satanists. Uh, it... I have never seen anything like this, uh, and this is coming off of the COVID hoax and hysteria. Two years of relentless lies and propaganda and war crimes. Uh, this has hit harder. It's just, it's just overwhelming, and everybody is on the same page. That is a tell. When CNN and Fox and all of the Democrats and all of the Republicans are on the same page, you, you can be rest assured that the other side, whoever it is, in this case Russia, is in the right. Um, it, it's amazing what they do. And this, I've, what I've got here, I put together six books and Ukraine on Fire, the documentary, that will help uh, help you see through the lies in Ukraine specifically right now, but hopefully in general uh, later, especially concerning geopolitical matters. As I said yesterday, the safe bet is just to assume that anything anyone from the government or the mainstream media tells you is a complete lie. And this mainstream media also encompasses pretty much everything on Twitter, Facebook, and the rest of the big social mania. Never seen anything like it. You know, it would be easier for them, you know, they're, they're talking about a false flag. They're, they're, all, they're doing, all they're doing is talking. They're panicking because they're, you know, their, their word games and their contracts and all their rules and their ability to beat down powerless people in small third world countries None of that works against Russia at all. It, it, when, you know, when the rhetoric comes up against the hard power and a guy who's not Trump, a guy who's not, not going to waste his entire life talking and negotiating, who will, it, it, in the end, end of the day, unleash real power, they're panicked. They don't know what to do. So they always fall back to lying and they're trying to stoke fear. That's their primary emotion. I, it would be easier for them, allow me to this, suggest this to the uh, uh, MSM and uh, New World Order Tech Note. Uh, just go ahead and tell the people that you have, uh, that NATO has intervened militarily. Don't do it, of course, um, but just say you have and say that you won. And, you know, nope, 
most people can't still can't find Ukraine on a map. They're not going to know. You can you can have Hollywood, you know, cook up some some fake video game battles and you know show the you know just create your own reality that everything is great. And by the way, now we've got to crack down on your freedoms at home even more to help a problem that we've already fixed. You know, gas is twelve dollars a gallon now. Don't pay attention to that. Um, and let the rest of the world do it. You're not going to do that. But anyway, for us. Let's make sense of the many, many, many never-ending lies. So I got these, these six books. And dear Lord, <laughs> I have this written out, and I still can't remember exactly why I included. Who Rules America? John McC McConaughey, 1934. It's uh, this, is, this is a good short book. And, and a lot of these books are, some of them are hidden Many of them have never been allowed to be translated into English. They are censored and banned in the freedom and democracy loving West. The only one, there's only one that I, I know of that's available uh, on Amazon as an English bestseller. But anyway, uh, Who Rules America? Even back in 1934, it was patently obvious that it was not the American people. It was the elite of the day, the money, the powers, they're still doing it. They've taken on some partners, uh, in this case, Trotskyites from Russia, communists that ran here when they were thrown out. Communists to extreme from Stalin have joined the corporatist satanic elite that was already here and completely destroyed uh, our education, our, our morality, our people, our foreign policy, our laws. Uh, so now all they have left is the fear that they're weaponizing in their media right now. Just take, take a look at that as kind of some background. Next book makes perfect sense, uh, although there's a little twist on it. And I think I've talked about all of these books before. War is a Racket by Smedley Butler, uh, Major General Smedley Butler, a guy who knew. 1935 book. Uh, this is about his experiences, as he put it, being a muscle man for uh, international financiers. You know, I thought I was serving my country and fighting evil. It turns out I was just a thug and a hitman for bankers. Now there's a, and this most of what he says is absolutely true. Uh, there's this this kind of libertarian idea that's frequently right, especially with concerning American wars abroad, uh, that all wars are bankers' wars, which is not true because you can have war in the absence of a banking system. We had war before there was bank, you know, before there was anybody was depositing money, even under the old banking system. In an American war, yeah, the, the commercial banks and the Fed tend to clean up nicely from wreaking havoc abroad, but you can have a war that's based on doing what you have to do to protect your people and your nation. Uh, and the reaction starts to follow the the pattern that he patterns that he lays out here so read that next up a much more modern book one that you still can't find in an official English translation uh, is unrestricted warfare I've talked about this um, uh, Colonel uh, was it Lang and Wang from China 1999 it, it's a must read on its own because it's uh, it's a summary of all the things that are now 
warfare that you don't normally think of as warfare. Things like migration, finance, the media, telling lies in the media, entertainment, everything can be directed towards achieving some sort of purpose that previously was reserved for bombs and bullets. Uh, it's interesting, these guys cobble together, I've talked about this before, pre-existing systems that the U.S. was using to its own benefit pretty well up through the 90s, and then we kind of lost sight of it. Uh, they learned and adapted and codified this, and they have been using it ever since to their benefit. Uh, Russia, the Russians are quite aware of this. Uh, other parties around the world of all kinds. Uh, now, the U.S., the, the, the Wear West, the fake West is back on the train, and they, they're going wide open with it. It's a little late. I hope it's not going to work for them. I hope their new world disorder falls apart. But that's, that's where this generating hysteria among the masses comes from, for, for a variety of reasons. Uh, and uh, the number one mechanism is just relentless, relentless lying. Here's another book that you cannot find or purchase in an official uh, English uh, format. I, I don't, I'm not bothering to link to any of these books anymore. If you're, if, it, if you're interested, go find them and then read them. Nobody's going to read them to you. 200 Years Together by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Published in Russia, bestseller in 2001. No, no official English translation at all 22, uh, 21 years later. This book developed, it's the history of, it's the history of Jews in and with Russia, mainly from the, the 19th and the 20th centuries. It talks a lot about Ukraine specifically, and it, it covers more than 200 years. It, goes, it starts in the 8th century. Oddly enough, it's really the same parties in the exact same place doing the exact same thing over and over and over this, is, this latest eruption is just another episode in this apparently never-ending cycle. Uh, the allegiances have changed. The parties have shifted around. There are some odd alliances. But this book does a lot to explain why the globalists, the neo-Trotskyites, absolutely hate Russia. Because Russia stood up to them and is still standing up to them. And right now is standing up and beating the hell out of them. They hate China because China has preempted the same kind of cycle from ever happening in mainland China. Uh, the only people they hate more than the Chinese and the Russians would be those of us in the West that they are now trapped with. So keep that in mind. And I also, why, why haven't these books been translated into English? Um, <clears throat> I've got one down here that was. Um, I think two reasons with, with, these, with these Russian and Chinese books. One, they know that if they, uh, if they go to the effort, like Solzhenitsyn's uh, publisher, big company, they have the resources. They could find somebody that could easily put this into English. But if they do that, they go to that trouble and they market it in the West. You know, in English means, you know, the United States and the United Kingdom. It means Amazon, Ingram, Barnes & Noble. The second they go live with the English edition, much like Udo Alfcott's book, uh, whenever that came out in English, after about a day, mysteriously, 
they'll be taken off the market. Oof. No sales for you, no explanation given, we're just not allowing it. And the freedom and democracy people, they don't mind that. Now, if, you, if, if the, school, the local school board wants to censor, you know, Sally has three child abusers, that's wrong because, you know, we need to push a narrative. But if you don't get to read real information, other perspectives that might, might kind of suggest what's happened to you as well, you can't have that, no explanation given. And also, they, they know that the, the work of the globalist has really been successful in places like the U.S. We've got a population that, as it was put to me, half the people are illiterate and the other half don't read. Um, so, you know, that may be why. The good news is, if you go out and you do your own searching, you can find most of this stuff. Now, Solson Heisen gets us up through, he obviously couldn't cover what's happened in the 21st century. He publishes in 01, died, I think, in 07 or 08. Um, to fill the gap, to really fill the gap about what's happening in Ukraine, specifically, concerning the U.S. and Russia, watch Ukraine on fire. I linked that up like three ways from Sunday this week. Uh, rare, rarely do I recommend a movie. Here's a great documentary by Oliver Stone uh, that just shows the never-ending cycle of OSS, CIA, DOD, NATO, NIH, U.S. evil meddling in Ukraine. And he covers the beginning, the run-up and the beginning of the, the attempted genocide of the Russian people, both in Crimea and in the Donbass uh, republics. Um, I talked about that. Go back and watch the shows from Tuesday and Wednesday, I think, when I really, Wednesday especially, and watch, watch, that, watch that video. Um, next is uh, SJW's Always Lie by Vox Day, a 2015 book. This one was written in English primarily. You can find it in English, a bestseller in philosophy. Uh, it's, it takes a look at the rhetorical mechanisms that the social justice warriors use to promote their insanity. Three rules. One, they always lie. Two, they always double down. And three, they're always projecting what's wrong with them onto their target that they're lying about. Uh, very instructive in this case when you're dealing with people like uh, anybody from the U.S. government, like Mitt Romney, uh, Fox, CNN, uh, you know, st Stupid Burger, whatever his name is at the U.N., anybody from Brussels or London, they're standing SJWs, and they don't care about social justice or any kind of justice, just power. But they lie. That's their first rule. Everything they say is a lie. And they don't just double down on it. They double down times a million. That's why this is just, it's everywhere you go, This is it's a constant story. And it's its having the intended effect. Uh, and they're, they're also projecting because, you know, when they talk about it, our democracy, they're talking about fake democracy because the people in Crimea voted 96% to leave Ukraine. That's not democracy. Ours is, uh, we commit war crimes, but we're going to blame it on Putin. Um, this stuff is working with so many people. Um, I, I, I spent some time looking around small town newspapers just to find some op-ed letters, and they're there. And they're authentic. And you, you can tell they're authentic because they don't use the same repetitive language over and over. They're on the same narrative, but it's a legitimate individual 
stupid, uninformed, brainwashed take. Uh, and I, I don't know the percentage of people that, that have been fooled by this, but it's, it's substantial. And how, you know, I'm happy this has happened. I like the, you know, I like a bright line differentiation between me and uh, the normies. But I'm, I just, I'm still disappointed in people. We've been through so many hoaxes this century, and yet, yet they roll out another one, and everybody just goes berserk over it. And they try to make it their own. Um, Anyway, <clears throat> back to back to the professionals in the big media. The definitive book on this is uh, Kukov Journalist, Balt Journalist by Udo Alfcott, the, the late uh, journalist from Germany, published in 2014. I think it was actually posthumous. Uh, this is this in in talking about today's subject. This is probably the most important book because it reveals in great detail exactly how they run these misinformation campaigns. Uh, by the way, Ukraine on Fire does a great job of that too, talking about the color revolution, which is just the social media popular people's extension of what the, uh, the media and the intel agencies have been doing forever. Uh, Olfcott's premise that he's well familiar with is that if your country has a secret police force that secret police force controls the news, the important news as to geopolitical affairs, you know, important economic affairs. They, they either write the script and give it to the journalist and the journalist just publish it, or else the journalist, you know, submit their work to be tweaked and, and it, it's all a control narrative. Uh, why do they do that? Why do the, why do the journalists go along? They're well paid. He, he starts out talking about his uh, his experience as a you know a journalism major in college bright bright poor kid gets invited to a special meeting it turns out it's the Stasi and they say hey we're the we're the secret police this is how we do things do you want to join up and he says yeah sure you know get mom out of that little apartment into the nice house you know um, make a deal he couldn't refuse and then he goes on to talk about exactly how they and once you read just the, the, the one that keeps jumping out in my mind is the story about, I think I've discussed this before, I'll say it again, the story about the fake battle in the desert during the Iran-Iraq war. Um, he got, it's one of his first international assignments. He goes to cover it. All the world press is there in Baghdad. They load up on a bus. They're going to go witness a battle. And they all go out way out in the desert, and all everybody except him is carrying a gas can. And he he's think, he gets kind of guilty feeling. He's like, oh wow, we're going so far, we need to refuel the bus. I didn't do my part. They said, don't worry about it. So they get out to the middle of nowhere, and uh, there's all these burned out, torn up tanks and trucks. And he's thinking, ah, oh, we missed the battle. Then he's he's further mystified when the press. They go around and they pour out the gas on the vehicles and then light them up. And then all these soldiers start running around faking a calamity and everybody starts filming and reporting. And uh, he's he's just standing there like, oh my God, it's all a scam. And it is. And uh, if you read his account of that, uh, by the way, you can find an English edition because this one was published in English 
it was out for about a day or three, sold a thousand copies, and then it was yanked. Those thousand copies, you can find one used for a very pretty, many, many gallons of gas uh, for, for an English edition. Uh, Paul Craig Roberts pretty much has the gist of the book translated out, or, you know, it's not impossible for an English reader to read German. Do what you can, but uh, if once you get his his narrative of how this stuff is put together, you start seeing it in all of these stories. You, you can easily see how they would, and, and what, you know, watching, read this and then watch Ukraine on fire, or remember the fun of the summer of 2020 up in Minneapolis, you, you can just see that this stuff is manufactured and it's carefully curated and monitored. And uh, the last thing they want is for Vladimir Putin to step in with, you know, with tanks and machine guns and disrupt their party. Uh, it, it just does not look good. Um, but that's what they rely on. Um, so good luck finding those. Um, I think the what the uh, the edition of Ukraine on Fire I linked to was Rumble. I, I think that one will stay up. You never know though. Um, it's out there somewhere. Watch it. Maybe if you can download it if it's of interest. But there was something else I was going to say about that. There's so much to say. Uh, yeah. Take a look at those. That's enough for today. Just just resources on spotting the fakery. If you don't want to do the research, um, then just, uh, you know, more to say. If you're on unauthorized TV, I, I forget which dark stream it was, but Vox recently talked about misinformation much like this. Uh, it's a very recent dark stream from this week. Um, he points out some dangers. You know, there's a... The majority of people are mentally, genetically predisposed to hypnosis and brainwashing. So it's very easy for the uh, for the for CN, uh, for the CIA, NN, Fox to uh, program people. Even if you're immune to that, and you can you can spot the COVID hoax, the war hoax, whatever hoax it is. There's always, you know, they're always doing this everywhere. So if there's something that you're not really interested in, um, you, you can fall, you know, your chain, if you don't pay attention to it, you think that's not important, but they're working on that. You may subconsciously start to absorb some of their narrative and it may, it may affect you later. So always keep your eyes open. Um, Another thing from uh, Ukraine on Fire, they keep throwing out Mark Twain quotes. And uh, one of the, uh, the one I'll leave you with was, uh, if you read, if you, if you don't read the newspaper, you are uninformed. If you read the newspaper, you are misinformed. So pick your poison, uh, but we'll try to keep making sense of it as we do every day on the Prepper Post News. Have a fantastic weekend. I do believe that spring is upon us, so we'll deal with that in the coming week. This has been Perrin Lovett for the Prepper Post News Weekend Edition. Deo Vendici.